0: Graham Kendrick was born in Northamptonshire in 1950. His father was a Baptist minister and so the young Graham grew up in a succession of Baptist manses in Blissworth, Landon and Putney. His first step of faith was as a boy of five. His mother had been reading a story to him and when she'd finished she'd asked her children if any of them wanted to be followers of Jesus and encouraged them to pray in their own words. Graham Kendrick recalls that he found a quiet place in the house, knelt down and prayed a simple prayer. Now he didn't really expect to feel anything and was surprised when he did. And although he was so young, he seemed to sense that something significant had happened. After a series of spiritual experiences, not uncommon to those who grow up in Christian circles, the next major spiritual event took place when he left school and started teacher training college. His Christian life, he felt, seemed dull and lacking something, and as he read the New Testament, he longed to discover more of God. In particular, he read about what the New Testament had to say about the person and work of the Holy Spirit, and he came into a deeper experience of God, which was to prove a turning point in his life and to lead him into a new understanding of worship and the work of writing hymns and Christian songs. After a year as an itinerant musician, he was approached by a fellow called Clive Calver and together with ten others, they formed an evangelistic team called In the Name of Jesus. The team worked together for two and a half years, during which time Graham Kendrick met the girl who was to become his wife, and they got married in 1976. By this time, he had produced a number of albums, but already he was being drawn more towards congregational worship and more and more he was being invited to lead worship in churches. He spent four years working with Youth for Christ, and then feeling that he needed to belong to a local church which would help to nurture him in his type of ministry and also share his views on the use of the arts, he moved to York to join the church of St Michael the Belfry. In 1984, he decided to focus all his energies on congregational worship music. Having seen some of the dangers of itinerant ministry, he felt the need to be accountable to a group of people in a local church and also to receive pastoral input into his life. During this time, he teamed up with a mime artist, Geoffrey Stevenson, and they toured colleges and universities with a unique and effective combination of music and mime. The Kendricks then moved south and linked up with the Ichthus group of churches – The church involved him in their plans for street evangelism and worship. Initially, he was not particularly keen on this open-air work. As he put it, embarrassing open-air meetings had prejudiced me. I also preferred a seated audience and a controlled environment because I wanted the listeners to think about the words. But at the same time, he was concerned that churches could so easily become inward-looking and he did desire to touch the outside world. And reach out. So there was born the idea of creating music for the streets. And so it was that Graham Kendrick wrote Carnival of Praise, a set of street songs, which became the first make-way march. Suddenly hundreds of churches throughout the land were taking up the concept, and a little over a year later the songs were used as part of a prayer march called the City March, the event which later became known as the March for Jesus. Graham Kendrick continues to lead worship and encourage others in the leading of worship, and he continues to write his hymns and songs. He's written several hundred now. His writings cover a wide variety of subjects and are written in a variety of styles. He writes about the great truths of the Christian faith, about the cross, about Christian life and witness, about the incarnation. He sought to widen the scope of subjects covered in contemporary Christian songs He's written about social justice, missionary involvement, and special songs for weddings and baptisms and communion and Easter and Christmas. And he's still writing. Graham Kendrick believes that as people's lives are changed by the gospel message, they want to celebrate its life-changing truths and express their experience in thanks and praise. He believes that through the centuries, this has often been done through the popular music of the day. He has pointed out that many of the traditional hymns we venerate as quality music were originally sung to popular tavern tunes and reminds us that Charles Wesley was criticised for borrowing musical ideas from the operators of the day. Regarding hymns and Christian songs, he has said, What I would personally like to see is the best of the old and the best of the new used side by side. And to this I would say a hearty Amen or in a less ecclesiastical way, good on you, Graham.